Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is November 23rd, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Today I will be going over Monday's huge 10 game slate. You know, I hate when they have 10 games one day, three or four the next day, but until the NBA does something about that, we have to deal with it. But that also allows for a lot of talk about rookies because The more games, the more opportunities for rookies to play. And some teams don't have many rookies of note. So that's, it's you know, the ebbs and flows of the schedule. (laughs) So, you know, it's going to be a lot of news, a lot of notes, uh, a lot of highlights of our rookies. So I can't wait to get to it. But first, you know, I can never let you guys forget about the unsung heroes the undrafted rookies, the rookies that were drafted but are not on the team because the team is so good. They're playing in the G League. You know, some of these guys you really don't hear from and won't hear from, not only until they get pushed up to the league and on the official roster, but then they have to, you know, establish themselves, make a name for themselves, become fantasy relevant before you hear anything about them. And that, that's not really not fair, <laughs> but that's just how things are. For rookies that are not, you know, that don't have that high draft capital or big name. So I, it's my job to keep you guys informed on what they're doing. Even if they're not in the league right now, they're in the G League. So, you know, and some are going up and down, two-way contracts, not two-way contracts. It just, it's a, it's a big ordeal. But <laughs> so you don't forget about them. First, I have to start off with talking about Cam Thomas. The other day. I didn't mention him on yesterday's show, but it was over the weekend. He had a huge 46-point performance with seven rebounds and five assists. That's right. I said 46 points. Now, I don't care what's going on with a regular team, the Brooklyn Nets. I don't care if Kyrie's there, Kyrie's not there. You have a guy that's scoring 46 points, and it's not like he's been scoring five and 10 and 15, and this is just an exception. He's had multiple 20- and 30-point games. And now he is at ascended to a 46 point game. That is ridiculous. And, you know, it just goes to show how great he is, how great he's been. He's been great um, through the summer league, through the preseason and through the summer and now through the G League. So he's excelled at every place that he's gotten minutes. And now it's time for him to get minutes on the official Nets roster. And, you know, spoiler alert. We will get to a Nets game tonight, and I'll let you know if he got any minutes in the real game. But that deserves all the props and love that it should get. And, you know, that's not something you really saw trending everywhere, going viral. But Cam Thomas definitely deserves that shine, 46 points. Also, I have to talk about his teammate, De'Ron Sharp. He had a huge 19.12 rebound and two-block performance. And, you know, he is a first-round pick as well for the Nets. And, you know, they need a center. So it's possible that he could get some minutes eventually on this lineup. It was possible he could have started going into the season. But, you know, they the Nets brought in a bunch of older veterans, and they're just filling that role for now. And I think the plan is for De'Ron Sharp to develop this year and, and you know, be a solid contributor next year. But putting up 19 points, 12 rebounds, and two blocks is a great way to get yourself <laughs> some real NBA minutes. So great to see De'Ron Sharp coming through. 
Also, I had to mention Trey Mann had a 19.5 rebound for assist game. That's for the OKC's G League squad. Great to see from him. He was a first round pick, pick 19th overall. He's a player that you have not heard much about at all because he's kind of buried in OKC because they have so many point guards. Uh, he's like the fourth point guard, even though he was a first round pick. Why did they draft another point guard when they didn't need one? I don't know, but that's OKC. Now, another undrafted free agent is Sean D. Brown. He recently was called up to the Lakers, but now he's back down to the G League. He's going to be continually going up and down depending on health of the players. But he had a 20.4 rebound performance for the South Bay Lakers. Also, I have to mention uh, on Monday, we had a couple more games. Now, we have Mac McClung of the Lakers, 24 points, four assists, and Four of those with three-pointers. So great performance by Mac McClung. He's kind of a scrappy guy, undrafted. Uh, can be an Alice Caruso type with time. And he's on the South Bay Lakers as well. Huge 22.10 rebound performance. Two blocks for Sandro Mamuklisvelli on the Milwaukee Bucks. Love him. Love his game. Very surprised he's not getting regular minutes on the Bucks, considering Brooke Lopez is out. But great performance. Dwayne Washington Jr. for the Pacers uh, G League team. Had 19 points, eight assists. He, he shot five three-pointers in that game. All nothing but net. <laughs> but he's a guy compared to Darren Williams, but he just needs opportunity. And last but not least, Jalen Johnson with one of the biggest games you'll ever see, 21 points. What are you saying? That's not too crazy. But 23 rebounds, that's Charles Barkley type level right there, and three assists. So Jalen uh, Johnson was a monster out there in his performance against Delaware, uh, and he's on the Atlanta Hawks. He was a player that fell in the draft to 20th because of off-the-court concerns with his mental health or, you know, whether they were questioning if he was selfish or this or that because he left Duke early. But he's a top 12 talent in this draft, but he fell to 20. So it's going to take an injury for him to get minutes on the Sixers. But clearly, the talent is there, and it's just only a matter of time before he starts getting minutes in the league. So that was a quick slash slow <laughs> run through of some G League highlight notes because I felt that I feel that's what you needed to hear because we're not hearing from those players much at all, except Cam Thomas for the most part. And they're all talented and performing well. Now, for the 10 games slate, let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. First game, Phoenix Suns defeated the Spurs 115 to 111. And the Suns went back to the no rookie lineup. You know, they have Ish Wainwright that finally got in the game last game, but this game they shortened their rotation and no rookies were playing in this one. And you know, it's going to be the same thing for the San Antonio Spurs. And they also have gotten healthier. So even Thaddeus Young, who was playing a ton of minutes, being very productive, is dropped down to five minutes. So their rookies did not stand a chance in this one. No rookies of note in this whole game. That's always a sad thing to see, but it is what it is. Fortunately, this is not one of those three-game uh, lineups where this was one of the games. So here we go. Uh, next game. Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Pelicans 110 to 96. Now, the Minnesota Timberwolves played 
everybody on their lineup except for McKinley Wright. <laughs> and he's a rookie. Um, it's crazy. But they also have Leandro Balmaro. He technically was a rookie and he was drafted in 2020, but they're still listing him as a rookie because he didn't play last year. I hate those type of in-between rookies, but I'll name him. He played three minutes and then only one rebound, one assist. I mean, you can't do much in three minutes. So, uh, but they think highly of him. It's just a matter of him continuing to develop and make it on the roster. For the New Orleans Pelicans, our favorite, least favorite, <laughs> most annoying team. Uh, we know they have Herb Jones, who had an incredible 31 minutes. In those 31 minutes, very pedestrian stats, six points, five rebounds, three assists. He did have one block. That's good. But, you know, it's very frustrating when, you know, the Pelicans just continuously lose every game. The Timberwolves were eight and nine. Pelicans three and 16 and you're playing Garrett Temple at starting starting Garrett Temple and Thomas Sadoransky and I mean they are combined <laughs> 75 years old pretty much I mean they're they're not the future of this team and you have Trey Murphy who our next rookie is played four minutes ended up with one rebound and that's it why in your right mind, would you only play Trey Murphy Foreman? They really hate him. They, this I'm just going to have to go with that from now on. The Pelicans hate Trey Murphy. It is what it is until it isn't what it is. But they tend to love Herb Jones, who was their second-round pick. Trey Murphy was their first-round pick. Very weird. I know his defense is good, Herb Jones. You know, he was a defensive player of the year in college. But Trey Murphy is not, like, a terrible defender but his offensive game can be incredible. So the Pelicans clearly need more offense, but they're sticking with the defense and veteran lineup. And you see their record, uh, one of the worst in the league. Until they change something, it will continue to be that way. Next game, Orlando Magic versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks blew the Magic out 123 to 92. And we have very very terrible news for the magic franz wagner played 24 minutes he went 0 for 9 from the field 0 for 3 from three-point land he finished with zero points four rebounds one assist now this is how franz wagner was playing in the summer league and the preseason and is why we all thought he was going to be a huge disappointment coming into this year. Well, I'm not going to say we all. I definitely thought he was going to be a huge disappointment. I thought he was overdrafted by a lot. But since the regular season started, he's been kicking butt everywhere. But in this game, I don't know what happened. We're just going to, you know, <laughs> press delete on this one and ignore it. And hopefully he'll bounce back next game because he's been playing at a top six rookie pace thus far and hopefully he gets back on track so i mean they're rookies everyone's gonna have games like this comes with the territory just don't make it a trend now also we have jalen suggs plays 17 minutes and he only scored five points four rebounds two assists so uh two duds from the two top 10 picks in the draft 
You know, they have a bright future, but this game, uh, the Bucks were just not playing any games with the Magic. They sh- completely shut them down. Franz Wagner was a minus 38. Jalen Suggs was a minus 28. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was just horrible. And I mean, Cole Anthony didn't even play and they still, you know, well, I guess they needed Cole Anthony. <laughs> That's what it was. But you would expect Jalen Suggs to get more minutes, more shots with Cole Anthony out. And it just did not work that way. On the Bucks uh, side of things, they have Georgios Kalatzekis. He played 13 minutes. That's big for the rookie. He had, you know, he had not been getting that many minutes. And to get 13 minutes, he put up five points, three rebounds. You know, he's still a long way away from becoming a contributor. But, you know, good to see him getting minutes. But, you know, it was a blowout, and that is why. But... You know, it's rare that you see him getting in the game. So it's good to see. Good to see. Next game, we have the Pacers, who this must be a blowout central of tonight. Uh, The Pacers blew out the Chicago Bulls, 109 to 77. For the Pacers, Chris Duarte played 23 minutes, had nine points, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block. Good, solid all-around game for him, especially only playing 23 minutes. He had been playing a lot more, but the Pacers have gotten healthier. With Karis LeVert back in the lineup, that really killed Chris Duarte's, you know, first-team all-rookie, uh, rookie of the year candidacy. Because before Karis LeVert came back, Chris Duarte was for sure a top-five rookie in his class. And right now, that production has been hurt and slowed down since Karis LeVert has came back. And the Pacers are playing a lot of players. They played everyone on their team today. Uh, so that was – we'll still have to keep an eye on Chris Duarte. You know, Karis LeVert can go out at any time. Malcolm Brogdon can go out at any time. They're not the healthiest of guys, but we will see what happens. Now, their big man, Isaiah Jackson, also got some minutes. This is the first – in a long time he played it was only four minutes but he got in the game and in those four minutes he got one rebound and one block and that's what he's all about kind of like Jericho Sims for the Knicks he's going to get two blocks and rebounds if he gets the minutes so it was great to see but this is just a weird game because it was such a blowout you can't really take too much from this one um, but for the Bulls let's see what AO did AO DeSumo played 24 minutes has seven points, one assist, and one rebound. A great performance by AO. Well, not great, but you know, he was out there doing something. <laughs> he ended up being a minus 17. It's just, you know, it's hard to determine much of anything when it's a, such a blowout like this. But he's consistently getting 20 to 25 minutes per game, whether it's a blowout or not. So that's the only good sign from this game. It's not a lot of great news thus far. Come on, rookies. <laughs> so we needed the 10 games today because, whew. All right, and another blowout. The Boston Celtics defeated the Houston Rockets 108 to 90 for the Rockets. Now we have Jalen Green played 25 minutes. He only had nine points, two rebounds. So he's a minus 25. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Alperin Sangoon. Did get a nice amount of minutes, 21, compared to what he's been getting. Uh, He had eight points, six rebounds, seven assists, two steals. Now, that's what we're talking about. 
Great performance by Alperin Sengun. You really wish those minutes were increased to maybe closer to 30. And, you know, he could have possibly had close to a triple-double. And, you know, with his talent, why is he not getting more minutes? I mean, if you look at the starting lineup, everyone played 22 to 25 minutes, and he had probably the best lineup of them all playing 21 minutes. So until he gets minutes, we're going to continue to come before them, but we can't do much about it right now. Josh Christopher did get in the game this time, only six minutes, but he put up some shots, had eight points, no other, uh, you know, stats. <laughs> Josh Christopher is mainly a scorer, but he did show in the preseason that he could put up some good defensive competition for players out there. But that is about it for this team. It was Magaruba, still not with the team. He's in the G League. Now for the Celtics, we know no rookie because their rookie is overseas right now until next year, Yuhan Bagaran. But they did play everyone on their lineup except Jabari Parker. So that's all. <laughs> next game, we have the Atlanta Hawks defeated OKC, 113 to 101. Now, for OKC, we have Josh Giddy played 31 minutes, had 15 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, one steal, two blocks. We can always count on Josh Giddy to put us up some nice all-around numbers. Um, his only negative, really, was he went 0 for 5 from three-point range, but that's not his game. But he will get there. He will get there, and I'm proud of him. And I think that, you know, it's hard to be this consistent. You know, your shot will come, it'll go, it'll develop. But putting up rebounds and assists at this such a high rate is incredible for a rookie. And normally he's around six to 10 points. Those points being increased to 15, looking very, very good for Josh Giddy in his rookie season. And this was, you could say, Shea Gildress Alexander was out. That could have helped him a lot when Shea is there. You don't really see that many points from Giddy, but. You know, we'll see when Shea comes back. Hopefully he's not out long, but that gave Giddy a little bit more of an opportunity to flourish. Now, Aaron Wiggins got in the game. Great to see. 18 minutes. Uh, only had three points, one assist. So you want to see a lot more from him in that respect, but I always love seeing Aaron Wiggins get in the game. I'm a big fan of his, and I just think he needs opportunity and time to continue to develop. But He's a player. Now we also have Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who's been playing very well, moved into the starting lineup for the Thunder. And he has scored 13 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. And this is the type of production that I expect from him. He can do this every game. Uh, and that's just the type of player he is, filling that role for OKC. And, you know, so that's very great for Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Josh Giddy to be so consistent and put up some nice points for OKC. For the Hawks, Sharif Cooper got in for one minute. Jalen Johnson got in for one minute. Nothing to say there, but, you know, good to see them on the squad, of course. But, I mean, if you're only going to play in one minute, even when you lose by 12, um, you know, What's the point? <laughs> but it is what it is. Next game, we have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Nets won that one 117 to 112. 
Now, I mentioned the Nets earlier in the beginning of the show when I talked about Cam Thomas. He deserves minutes. Guess what, y'all? He got some minutes, 15 minutes to be exact, went four or seven from the field, had 11 points and three rebounds. His first real productive game in the NBA, and he had to score 40-plus in the G League to get it, <laughs> but he got it. So I'm very happy about that. Um, Patty Mills played 35 minutes. That's, I don't know if that's going to hold up for the season. Patty Mills should not be playing that many minutes. Um, you know, this Nets team is guaranteed for the playoffs. And if Kyrie is not going to come back, they're going to need Patty Mills. So you can't be playing him 35 minutes during the regular season every night. So it's nice to see Cam Thomas come in, get some good rotation minutes, and show that everything you've been seeing is not a fluke. And, I mean, that's pretty obvious to me, but <laughs> – He's got to prove it to the Nets and Steve Nash, and he's well on his way to do that. Great job by Cam Thomas. Very, very proud of him. For the Cavs, we know Evan Mobley is still out. RJ Nimhart was a DMP, so no rookies of note in this game for the Cavs. Next game, the Memphis Grizzlies edged out the Utah Jazz 119-118 to for the Grizzlies. We have Zaya Williams, got 29 minutes. Great to see. Eight points, four rebounds, and one assist. That is rare that you see him get that many minutes. Um, but a couple of the starters only had 23 and 24 minutes. So, you know, great to see. Great to see. And Brandon Clark had five fouls. So that could have helped with that. I don't know. But uh, that's a lot of minutes for Zaire. And he seemingly took pretty good advantage of it with those eight points and four rebounds. As far as a rookie not starting, uh, that's not a bad uh, situation right there. Now, for the Utah Jazz, they don't really play rookies. <laughs> Jared Butler was a DMP, unfortunately. I saw that D Mitchell and I was like, Davion? No, 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 no. That's Donovan. Donovan had a good game, of course, but uh, that's it for that one. Now, the next game, we had the Hornets defeat the Wizards 109 to 103. Now, on the Hornets, they don't really play rookies. Kai Jones was a DMP, Book Knight, DMP. JT Thor is killing it in the G League right now, dunking over everybody, but, you know, not on the team right now. So he's just continuing to develop in the G League. For the Wizards, Corey Kispert in 16 minutes only had two points and one rebound. So that's disappointing. And Isaiah Todd Isaiah was a DNP, so nothing of note there. And the final game, it's in the fourth quarter right now. The Kings are up 84 to 77 on the Sixers. For the 76ers, no rookies. They're all in the G League. Jaden Springer, especially. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait. Gotta, can't forget my guy, Charles Bassey. I'm used to him getting so many DNPs, almost skipped over him. He's played 15 minutes thus far. He has two points, seven rebounds, and one assist. And it is nine minutes and 46 seconds left in the game. That's really good. That's really good. He clearly impressed them last game. And that allowed him to get some minutes in this game. Drummond's only played 21 compared to Bassett's 15. So it's almost headed toward an even split, depending on what happens in the next few minutes. But great to see that he has impressed, impressed the 76ers. For the Kings, now I can get to my guy, Davion Mitchell. <laughs> he has played 19 minutes, and unfortunately, he's one for eight from the field. 
So unless he has a very dramatic turnaround in these last nine minutes, <laughs> he's going to be, I mean, right now he has two points and three rebounds. I'm going to say, you know, because I believe in you, Davion, you're going to finish with around six to eight points. So we will see. Check that. <laughs> Check the stats on that Kings game in the morning. But that wraps up our huge 10-game slate. Now, we had a couple of duds in there, a lot of blowouts tonight, but we did have some rookies that stood out. And some of them barely stood out, but I'm still going to give them a shout-out. Uh, I'm going to give some love to Chris Duarte with his nine points and six rebounds and three assists. Got to give some love for Alperin Sangoon, eight points, six rebounds, seven assists, two steals. Really good game there. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 13 points, 10 rebounds. Josh Giddy, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Huge performance. Cam Thomas is getting love tonight, 11 points and 3 rebounds. And that's about it thus far. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, should I give some love to Zaire? I'll give it to him. Zaire Williams with the 8 points and 4 rebound performance. So a lot went on tonight. Our rookie stepped up in some ways, <laughs> but no matter what, it's all a developmental process. It's going to be a long year. And if you don't hear your team's favorite rookie, they're in the G League developing. If there's anyone you want to hear about in the G League that I haven't named yet, uh, and normally they're going to be a top 10 performance if I'm going to name them, but there's some that are still playing well that are just not being mentioned. I'll eventually get to them, but it's a lot going on. But if there's anyone you want to hear about, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at William S. Bill. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the All Rookie Podcast. And I'll check you next time. I'm out of here. <laughs>